0: Ganesha Yanamaha. Namaste. We celebrated one of the most popular Hindu festivals, Sri Ganesha Chaturthi, on 3rd of September 2008. This festival is celebrated throughout india and also around the world wherever there is hindu population we know that uh, hinduism or sanatana dharma has several festivals which fill a life of a hindu throughout the year a hindu festival is a celebration that integrates spiritual, philosophical, religious and cultural aspects of human life. It's very important to recognize that all these aspects play important role in our day-to-day life. The spiritual aspect is based on the basic human instincts of joy and happiness. The philosophical aspect is based on the principle that the good always wins in the constant struggle between the good and the evil and the victory of good is to be celebrated. The religious aspect deals with the particular rituals of that festival. For example, the Ganesha Chaturthi. The spiritual insights of the stories of the specific manifestations of the Supreme Being make the festival relevant to us. And also the cultural aspect deals with the customs, activities, food, dress, social interaction with family and friends. In the view of Sri Sadhguru, a yogi seer of Karnataka, Quote, the planetary positions are favorable to spiritual development on these festivals and one should make use of these special timings. Thus we see that the festivals are not only a celebration and a means for spiritual development, but also an effective means to convey the values of life to future generations ganesha chaturthi is a very important festival it occurs during the august september of the year that is on fourth day of shukla paksha that is the full moon phase in the bhadrapada month the form of ganesha is not an imagination but it is a yogic vision of the supreme being in that form by the sages in the deep meditation. Ganesha also means the ruler of the various faculties, especially the mind. Symbolically the form of Ganesha Indicates several concepts for us to focus and meditate. He is located as energy form in the muladhara chakra, that is at the base of the spine. Then the elephant face indicates the omniscient wisdom, the large ears refer to the all-pervading listening ability. The weapon gold in his right hand denotes the control of mind. The noose in his left hand denotes his control over changing world. The sweet dish in his hand signifies the fruit that he will bless us for the sincere hard work and devotion of the devotees. The other hand signifies the protection and steadying the mind. So the four hands together also denotes the fourfold goals of human life namely dharma, values and education, artha, that is money, kama, the desirable desires, and moksha, the pure bliss and the joy. The curved tusk, when bent to the right, his right, denotes the om, when bent to the left, signifies the blessings. Of spiritual and materialistic wealth. His large belly denotes that the faculties of the universe are embedded in him. The snake at the belt signifies the Kundalini power within us, which can be channelized through the process of yoga. The rat signifies the disturbing and the leaky nature of mind. So when Lord Ganesha blesses us, he will sit on the mind and control the disturbing mind. And it means that his grace firmly enables us to carry out the work successfully with the disciplined mind. Hence, Lord Ganesha is worshipped before any work is begun so that no obstacles arise and deter the successful completion because to successfully complete a task one needs a steady and focused mind and the lord of the mind is Lord Ganesha. He is also called as Vignesha, that is, one who is the remover of obstacles. Now, the festival is associated with a story that is commonly known. And the story goes like this, that the goddess poverty created a son out of a sweat. Then she made him to guard her chamber, And told him not to allow anyone to enter. The obedient boy strictly followed the rule. Then Lord Shiva came to enter Goddess Parvati's chamber. However, the boy who was at the door did not allow Lord Shiva and was very firm in stopping Shiva to enter and he did not allow Lord Shiva to get in. In spite of Lord Shiva's intent and talking to him, the boy did not yield, then Lord Shiva became angry and chopped off the boy's head. As soon as Goddess Poverty came to know of this, she was very upset, And told Lord Shiva that the boy was indeed the son who she created out of sweat. And she asked Lord Shiva to bring back their son. Lord Shiva sent his associates to find a suitable head for the boy. Then they brought the head of a sleeping elephant facing north. And then that head was... Put on the boy, and Lord Shiva brought him back to life. And both Lord Shiva and Goddess Pavati blessed their son, who is with the face of an elephant and known as Lord Ganesha, and blessed him fully to become the energy that is required for all to not only begin but also to successfully complete any work. So that is why Lord Ganesha is known as Lord of all faculties. Gana means faculty. In fact they both Lord Shiva and Goddess Paruti blessed their son Lord Ganesha that his worship will begin before any other worship of any other deities also begin. So we can see that this story is told so that everybody can get this story. However, it is very important that there is a spiritual interpretation, there is a yogic interpretation based on yoga, internal yoga, to this story. According to the vision of yoga, the spiritual interpretation follows as below that Goddess Pavati represents Mother Nature, and we know that the first layer of nature is Earth. The interpretation of Goddess Pavati creating her son using her sweat refers to the mother nature using the first layer that is the earth and the sweat combined. So here the element of earth refers to the muladhara chakra in which Lord Ganesha's spiritual energy form is held. Ganesha Atharva Upanishad says, Tom Mooladharo Sinityam. So, that is, you are established in Mooladhara Chakra, says the Ganesha Atharva Upanishad. Thus we see that there is a correspondence between Lord Ganesha, Mooladhara Chakra and the element Earth. Then, after the boy was created, Mother Pavati asked him not to allow anyone into her chamber. However, this rule does not apply to her husband, that is Lord Shiva. Lord Shiva and Goddess Pavati are not only husband and wife, but are also the father and mother of the universe, and they are inseparable. So, when Lord Shiva came to enter into the chambers of Goddess poverty, the boy guarding at the door became indifferent to this fact of the Lord Shiva and Goddess Poverty are inseparable and he was stubborn and he did not allow Lord Shiva in spite of Lord Shiva telling him so Lord Shiva, in order to teach that the arrogance and ego should be punished, he symbolically chopped the head. And however, after learning from goddess poverty, Lord Shiva blessed his son with an elephant head which signifies the omniscient wisdom to their son who was named as Lord Ganesha. And then they both blessed Lord Ganesha with all the faculties of mind. And also they blessed, as said earlier, that Lord Ganesha be worshipped before starting any work as Lord Ganesha's blessings will remove obstacles that is freeing the mind and making the mind capable of focusing throughout the work. And also, in addition to this spiritual symbolic story, on the night of Ganesha Chaturthi, it is forbidden to see the moon. In fact, even Lord Krishna says that when someone sees the moon on that night, then that person will be accused without any reason. So the story of the Samantaka pearl which Krishna was accused with, Krishna had to go and fight the Jambavan to get the Samantaka pearl and give it back to his right owner, Satrajit. So the point here is, the the thing that the forbidding someone to see the moon has an internal meaning and. Why did Lord Ganesha curse the moon? And that is because, as the story goes, the moon laughed at Ganesha when he fell off his vehicle or his seat. that is rat. And so Lord Ganesha, seeing the laughing and indifferent moon, cursed the moon that anyone who sees the moon on that night will be accused for no reason. The reason, the interpretation for this is the moon signifies the mind, a wavering mind because of its new face and new moon and full moon. Because of that wavering The moon is compared to the mind. And on Ganesha Chaturthi one should meditate and focus on the mind so that that waveriness will be made steady and one is able to focus. So that is why one is advised not to see the moon on that night in addition to the worshipping of Lord Ganesha that morning. So, how do we celebrate Ganesha Chaturthi? On the day of Ganesha Chaturthi, (coughs) the deity of Lord Ganesha, usually which is made up of mud, is worshipped on that day with all the various steps of the worshipping. Offering the seat, offering water, then giving a symbolic bath, and singing, then decorating the Lord, then singing the glories of Lord, and wearing the lamp, and offering food, and then doing the final arati. So... We can see that after the worshipping the Lord Ganesha's deity which is made up of mud either on that day or after a couple of days on another sacred day good day the Lord Ganesha's deity is immersed in water. (coughs) And the reason for this is that Lord Ganesha's Deity as we know from the story that was narrated earlier that both mud and water was mixed to create the Deity and when the Deity made up of mud is merged with water back again after the worshipping it regains the formlessness, that is the water, mud gets into the water, dissolves, so The forum merges into forum less. So, that is the symbolic meaning of immersing the deity into water. So, we can see that both the interpretation, the spiritual interpretation, the story part, and the worship of Lord Ganesha, Everything is dealing with the mind. And also on that day, twenty-one special sweet dish is made. A sweet dish, twenty-one of them, and that is called modaka is made. And again, the twenty-one represents the 20 element, which is the mind. After the, the four categories of various cognitive, perceptive, senses. The 21st becomes the mind in philosophical listing and that represents Lord Ganesha who is the lord of the mind. So we know that mind plays very important role in our life on a day-to-day basis and in order to achieve anything positive and also achieve peace and joy in our life, mind is the single most important tool. That is why it is said, mana eva manushyanam karanam bandham It is the mind which is responsible for the bondage It is the mind which is responsible for freedom. So hence, it is very important for us to keep our mind in our hold, in our control, so that we can use the mind to those tasks, to those practices which will bring us the peace and happiness, for which... We need the blessings of the Lord of mind and that is Lord Ganesha. So let us all pray that may Lord Ganesha help us always by making our mind steady and focused and peaceful. I thank His Holiness Yogisir Sri Rangapriya Swamiji for discussions that I often do with him and also I acknowledge that his monumental work, Festivals and Holy Days of Bharata in Kannada and this monumental work discusses all festivals at various various aspects and angles that we talked about in this brief presentation and also I referred the 18 volumes of Amaravani the lectures of Yogi of Sriranga Sadhguru which is also a monumental reference on the whole philosophy of the Rishis who